Welcome to Simplify and Refocus. This is Jaron Fox, your host, and this is going to be Life Management Part 2. So if you have not listened to Part 1, we was talking about like time management, but how time management um, is really more called uh, life management because we are trying to master our life. Um, Time is money. uh, Time is our life. I mean, if we can master our life, we're doing really, really good. Uh, So if you have not listened to part one, go ahead and stop this episode, listen to part one. But this is going to be part two of life management. And I'm going to start with a quote of Abraham Lincoln. This is probably one of my, (laughs) excuse me, one of my favorite quotes. If I had six hours to chop down a tree, I would spend the first four hours sharpening the axe. So, story time. When I was, I don't know, probably my early teens, uh, my parents and I, we lived in uh, kind of middle of nowhere. In fact, we kind of joked. Um, there, there was a little small road that connected to ours, and we, and this was out in the country. And in fact, cell service was pretty poor. In fact, when I was trying to talk to, you know, uh, a girl that I really liked or something, I would uh, run an extension cord this huge, long 30, 40 foot extension cord uh, from the garage all the way to this one spot because you could not get like any cell service uh, out there except for this one, I don't know, like 10 foot radius um, in, in our driveway. And of course, you know, cell phone batteries back then, I mean, it was a flip phone. So, um, <laughs> I mean, the batteries didn't last very long, especially when it's running off of like one bar. And so I would run that extension cord from the garage all the way to that spot so that I could sit there and keep my phone plugged in to keep it alive. And the thing was, is that, you know, you, some of you probably don't even remember these, these days, but you know, um, you had, you had to pay for your minutes, you know, if you went over, right. So you had like say 120 minutes or you, whatever it was, 300 minutes. And if you went over that, then it's an upcharge, uh, unless it was after a certain point, in the evening. Well, I would wait until it was that time in the evening, and then I would make the phone call, and I could talk to whoever I was talking to as long as I wanted. Um, it was no upcharge. It was three minutes, and but I had to stay within that 10-foot uh, radius in the driveway. And so, anyway, it was the middle of nowhere. That was the whole point of all that. It was the middle of nowhere, and I was in my early teens, uh, mid-teens, somewhere in there, and I got my first hatchet. And um, I mean, it, it was not a bad hatchet or anything like that, but it uh, it wasn't the best. And I decided there was this big dead tree in our backyard off to the side. And um, I decided, hey, you know, I'm going to try chopping down this tree. Well, needless to say, I never got that tree chopped down on my own. My dad had to take the chainsaw to it um, and all that because that little hatchet was not going to chop down a tree that I couldn't even wrap my arms around, okay? Um, And I I got so many blisters off of that little hatchet. In fact, I think I broke it on that tree, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had two hatchets. had that one, and then later on I had another one. Both of them, I think both of them broke. Um, and, uh, they hardly did anything except put blisters on my hands because I did not learn how to sharpen the hatchets. Not that they would cut down that tree anyway, 
But needless to say, if we do not take time to sharpen our hatchet, or if we don't take time to sharpen our axe, um, we're creating more blisters for ourselves than what's needed. Okay, so Abraham Lincoln, uh, wise words, he'd spend the first four hours sharpening his axe. Um, and then, of course, now I'm trying to learn a little bit more on whittling. And so I've been trying to make some wooden spoons. And uh, this one guy that I watched on YouTube, he uh, he says, always have your leather strop um, to, with you as you're working on your project. And he says that he will touch up his each one of his knives or his hatchet or whatever um, right before he um, starts the project. He'll uh, do it throughout the project. He'll do it once he's done with the project. He says, because it is better for you to keep honing that edge, to keep that sharp edge on there, than for you to dull your knife or to dull your hatchet and then put it on the stone to try to get it back to where it was. Um, so anyway, so we got to sharpen our axe. And one of the ways that we got to do that is we've got to learn how to manage our life through our mind. How, how do we keep our mind sharp that we are most effective uh, we're we're clear-minded that we're focusing focusing on uh, we're uh, we're effective we're getting things done uh, we're feeling accomplished so how do we do that well one of the things that we've got to attack is the myth of multitasking um, in this day and time especially in the Western Hemisphere Western world um, I, I guess we have this myth we we we've bought into this this idea that we can do several things at one time. Um, and I'm not talking about chewing gum and uh, walking at the same time. No, we're trying to uh, talk on the phone. We're trying to uh, fix dinner. We're trying to uh, change clothes. We're trying to talk to somebody that's in person. We're trying to do all these different things all at the same time. And so, you know, we've got to stop trying to multitask. And, you know, what we're doing is really switch tasking. Right now, we're trying to... Uh, switch back and forth between two or three different tasks really, really quick, and it's wearing out the mental battery uh, that we have. Um, you know, if you ever have looked on your phone, and uh, I, I won't go into that story, but when you go into your phone and you've got 30 apps running in the background, you are depleting your battery uh, very, very quickly compared to just having one app open at a time. Um, so you want to make sure that we're doing that with our mind, that we're focusing on one thing at a time. We're not trying to have 30 things going on in the back of our brain um, because that would deplete our mental capacity and it will affect our effectiveness. Um, so if we switch task multiple times all the time, um, we're increasing the time it takes to finish a project and we're decreasing the quality of our work. And it will also increase your stress. Um, so here's something that we can do to kind of give it a little bit of an activity. So I want you to get a piece of pen, some pen and paper, and then I want you to write down this sentence. Switch tasking is a thief. Switch tasking is a thief. So write that sentence down on a piece of paper. And, of course, I want you to maybe time this, not that you have to have a stopwatch to time it, but just take note of how long it's taking you to do this, okay? So switch tasking is a thief. Once you finish writing the sentence, then I want you to write the numbers 1, 2, 3, 4, all the way up to number 21. 
So once again, write down switch tasking is a thief, and underneath that, then write 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, all the way to 21. And if you need to pause the episode, take the, take the time to do so. Uh, but write it down and just take note of your time. For those that want to time it, great, but you don't have to. All right. Now, once you have done that, pause if you need to. Uh, once you've done that, now we're going to do it again, but this time we're going to switch task. And what we're going to do is you're going to write the same sentence and you're going to write the same numbers, but this time you're going to switch between the two things. You're going to write S1, W2, I3, T4, and you do it all the way to you finish the sentence and you've done all the numbers. And notice the time it takes. And if you need to pause, once again, take the time to do so. But notice the difference of the time. Which one took you longer to write down? Was it the one when you focused on switch tasking as a thief? And then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, all the way to 21? Or when you was going back and forth between switch tasking, you know, like S1, W2, I3, T4? Which one took you longer? Which one was, maybe, maybe this is the question I should be asking, which one was more stressful? Harder to keep up with it, right? Well, it was the second one. It was the second time of doing it. Why? It's because switch tasking is really a thief. It steals our time. It stresses us out. We do, we're not as effective. In fact, if you look at your handwriting, your handwriting's probably maybe not as good. Now, my handwriting's well, it's like chicken scratch anyway, but it, it, it would probably be worse if I went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So it's just proven the point that if we stay focused on one task at a time till it's finished and then start another task, we're more apt to be a, a, to do it quicker. We're, we're going to be more effective. It's going to be better quality. And then also we're less stressed. Okay. All right. So now we're going to look at a few other tips on how to uh, uh, declutter our mind. And one of the ways is we got to do that is getting our sleep. We need to rest. Rest. Get your sleep. Rest. Rest your mind. Uh, Zig Ziglar said this, A lack of direction, not a lack of time, is the problem. We all have 24 hours in a day. We all have 24 hours in a day. You have to make time. You have to direct yourself. You have to make time to rest, to sleep. Um, and so we also want to watch our thoughts. Um, I think this is important. If you need to put a sticky note, put a three by five card up somewhere, whatever it takes, but watch your thoughts. Think on good reports. Think on positive things. Think on things that's praiseworthy. Think on these things. Don't be uh, thinking upon all the negative and this person said this, this person did that, and this person didn't call me back, and, you know, whatever, the economy's going down the drain. Be careful with our thoughts. We need to be careful with those things because they, they will stress us out. It could cause anxiety. Um, it could uh, interfere with our effectiveness on the task at hand. Um, it will uh, pull us in any direction. Zig Ziglar said, lack of direction, not lack of time is the problem. When we're, we're scattered in our mind and our thinking, and we're thinking over here and thinking over here, what they say and what they're what they're not saying, what they're doing, what they're not doing, we're 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 not focused. We we lack direction, and and that's a problem. 
uh, journaling, uh, writing down in a journal, you know, long-term thoughts, uh, get that get it down on paper, get your thoughts on paper, uh, write things down short-term. So that's your to-do list, your agendas, your calendar invites, all those things, put them down, write them down because, um, I don't know about you guys, but my memory's not perfect. And I think the older that I'm getting, harder it is for me to remember certain things. And so for me to remember to do something, I've got to write it down. If I do not put it on my, I've told my wife this many times, if if it's not on my to-do list, if I've not written it down on my to-do list or put it in my calendar, I will forget. There's no way for me to remember all these different things between work, personal, and of course when I was in school or maybe it's something at the church. I cannot remember all those things. I have to write things down. Uh, we need to prior- prioritize and stick to our plans. Uh, prioritize things. You know, uh, what's more important for me to do in this day? Uh, what's priority for me to accomplish this week? Prioritize. Uh, it will help, you know, where or where our mind needs to be. Uh, be decisive. When you make a decision, Go forward. I mean, yeah, you want to make sure you're making the right decision. Yes, you want to make sure that um, you're uh, still teachable and you're open-minded to some things. But when you make a decision, like, uh, for an example, if you're driving down the road and there's different ways of getting home, you know, or to your destination, once you you get off that exit, you got to stop thinking, well, what if I went uh, stayed on the expressway? What if I stayed on the expressway? What if I stayed on the expressway? Man, it would be hard for you to get to your destination safely if your mind is stuck on the expressway and if you would have went home that direction. So you want to make sure you're you're decisive and you stick to your plan and, and to the decisions that you made. Uh, be careful of your intake, which is another thing that goes along with uh, watching your thoughts. Um, you know, be careful with social media, with the news, with uh, people that's around you. Be careful of uh, what's coming in. Garbage in, garbage out. What are you listening to? What are you watching? What What's coming into your system? What's coming into your brain? Because those things do matter. They will clutter up your mind. I don't need to know what so-and-so ate for breakfast. I don't need to know what somebody bought at the store last week. I don't need... There's a lot of information that's being bombarded into us, and it is clouding our brains. Um, I was going. I was saying earlier about the phone, having 30 apps going on in the background. If I've got all this stuff being bombarded into my brain, all this information thrown at me, um, those are like little apps that's running around in the back of my brain and it's draining my battery. Um, And so we do need to be careful of our intake, not having everything going on at the same time. Don't be having the radio, the TV, the news, and you're trying to have a conversation and your dog's barking and all that stuff just adds to the mental clutter. So make sure uh, to kind of bring that down to consolidate. And then last but not least is to exercise. Yes, I know. I said the E word to exercise. We need to make sure that we're exercising, uh, getting some fresh air. Get outside. Uh, go for a walk. Go for a hike. Get on the uh, bike. Um, you know, get some stretches. Um, so my boss has told us as a team, you know, to make sure that we're getting outside or, or getting, you know, stepping away from our desk. And um, he steps away from his desk probably about 10, 12 times a day. Um, now, he he's salaried and he works all up into the evenings. But, you know, he steps away, I, I've estimated, maybe once an hour, give or take. So he might check the mail, may go to him and get him a glass of water, go use the restroom, whatever. Um, and so if you're you're sitting at a desk or you're sitting on the couch or you're wherever you're at, 
make sure you get up, walk around, go get you a drink of water, go step outside, get you some fresh air, um, uh, go check the mail, um, you know, go check your flower bed, you know, whatever it is, make sure you're getting up. Um, when we was going into the office at work, um, there's a walkway, uh, and like the, and, and, this field behind our building. And I would go back there and I would walk. So on my lunch break, I'd do at least one lap, um, on that. And it just got me away from, um, and of course I've told my coworkers this, especially when you work from home or you're working at a desk all day, it is easy to be so consumed into that world. Um, you know, you see these one or two screens and <clears throat> it's easy to find yourself frustrated uh, with what's going on. Oh man, that email, man, that just ticked me off. Why, you know, or man, that news, <clears throat> excuse me, that news is frustrating. You know, what do I do with this? Uh, how do I fix this problem? And we sometimes think that is our life. That is not our life. I'm clocking in, trying to do a good job at my work so I can pay my bills. That's not my life. That's not my world. That's part of my world, but that's not my world. So getting a step away from the desk, a step away from the computer, step away from the phone, step away from social media, just to remind us that that's not our life. That's not our world. That's not the real world in totality, right? That's that we've got we've got other things going on. We've got other people that we're trying to talk to. We've got other things going on in our life. And so step away. And of course, physical exercise is one of those ways. And it might just be simply go getting the mail. It might be walking around the neighborhood, whatever it is, but make sure to take time to declutter your mind, exercise. And of course, you can, there's science, there's all kinds of articles and books and YouTube videos on uh, the benefits of exercising and how it's good for the brain and so forth. But but we want to make sure we're decluttering our mind, watching what we're putting in and how we compute things, prioritizing. And that is another way that we can have life management. So this is part two, and uh, we've got one more part uh, coming up, and uh, we'll see you then.